Hello, it's me again, and I've been crying, and I'm pretty sure you can tell by the sound of my voice, which is, like, so cool. Um, so, I guess I've been doing some kind of reflection, and I've been speaking of the rosary, doing, it's barely the second day that I prayed a full rosary. I don't know anymore, like, I don't know what school I'm going to go to anymore, I don't know, um, I don't know what really the future entails for me, and it's, it's anxiety, it's nerve-wracking, it's definitely something that I wish I weren't going through, but it's something that I'm going through, and you know, normally, I don't know, I just feel like at some point, God was like, hey, you know, you want to transfer, I'm going to give you the gateway to transfer, but I just didn't expect it to be so hard, and in part, it's like, did God does God really want me to go to any of these schools? Should I continue applying to Loyola Marymount, or what should I be doing? Because in a sense, it's like, I don't, first of all, like I said, I don't know where I'm going to school. I, I don't know anything anymore. I don't know if I've been a good daughter. I don't know if I've been reasonable. I don't know if I've been... I don't know. Like, that's one of the biggest things in life. And I guess usually I'm the one to know. I usually know all these things. And I don't know. For once, I don't know. I don't know why I keep thinking about certain people. I don't know why I keep thinking about Arizona. And I I wish it were clear to me what is it about Arizona that I keep thinking back to. Because it hurts so much. I did a week of service, and a week of service probably shouldn't be so meaningful, but it's like, I don't know if that was what God told me, my vocation, if God revealed himself, I mean, I know I am probably strung up on helping people, but it's like, at this point, I want to help people on so many levels. I didn't care for my phone. I didn't care for the clothing. I didn't care for anything at that moment. All I cared for was helping people. And ever since I met Jamie, I knew that my toughest challenge was staying positive. And it's still staying positive. That's my challenge. And every day I try to remind myself, don't expect anything because if you try to expect something it's never gonna come it's not 
U.S. Postal Mail Service. It's not FedEx or UPS or Amazon Prime. It's nothing like that. It just, it's unexpected. And it's like, I, d- I wish I knew what to do. I only started picking up the rosary. I only started paying attention to my spiritual life a little bit more. And I feel like in a sense, the shack, the book itself, is teaching me something. And it's like, you know, all my life I've been longing for, like, independence. And it's not like independence, like, I don't know, I guess I wanted to be free where I didn't need to do prayer, where I didn't need to attain and glue myself to specific traditional Catholic practices, but it's like the way I achieve and I feel these emotions that don't have a mental or any kind of block where at moments I can feel at peace is feeding to my spiritual life and listening to podcasts or even reading the shack I mean I should almost be done with the the ebook about page 88 and the book is like 121 pages 121 and it's like you know the main character wants independence but maybe how independence also makes you like suffer being away from simple things that can help you talk to God and profoundly build on that relationship is something that I thought I wanted but it's not now and also at the same time it's it's weird because the book talks about control and you know I struggle with control I want to control everything and everyone and every outcome because sometimes my life feels too hectic sometimes like although there's like a pandemic there's like 60 different things going on all at once and it's like the only thing that I feel right now that I can fully get my like full divided attention is my spirituality and how much I lack in it but also how much I can devote and give I mean I kind of wrote these things down where it's like I think I've learned right now that I can't bargain with God and I'm not trying to bargain with God anymore because I may have worked when I became a confirmation teacher but it's not working now and it's like God is not a merchant God is not uh, sorry for that but it's like God is not that God is God and I think also by reading the shack I just kind of was really in awe about like the author the way he describes the the triangle 
I don't want to call it the triangle because it's like it, it sounds wrong and maybe I still lack in a lot of like religious lingo and stuff like that my apologies but it's like God can't be mad at Jesus Jesus can't be mad at the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit can't be mad at Jesus and the Holy Spirit can't be mad at God and God can't be mad at like it, 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 it's a triangle you know and it's like within that triangle in order for God to show like his true love for people he has to love himself so when you like separate and make it into that triangle you realize that the Holy Spirit loves Jesus Jesus loves God God loves the Holy Spirit God loves his son and in a sense it's that form of saying God like I don't want to make him sound like a narcissist or like anything because it's really not but it's like God loves himself and we're expected to love ourselves in order to be that kind of like in order to love others and it's like God loves us so he has to love himself and God loves his son and his son loves God so it's like when you break it down that way you realize like oh shoot God loves himself and in that way he loves us so like applying it into like you know kind of like normal terms where it's like oh you know you have to love yourself before you can feel and accept the love of others and I, I guess the first step into recovery and any kind of you know healing is accepting the problem and it's like I don't love myself I really don't I don't have full confidence in myself uh, I don't I don't have these things that I should I admit that I became introverted but it's only because I didn't care to really dedicate that time to love myself I didn't care to dedicate anything and it's hard it's hard now because it's like I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm still young to be able to to recognize this but it's like it, it, it's it's kind of weird because it's like I guess that's one of the reasons why like a lot of like my friendships actually no one of the reasons why my friendships have, have deteriorated or gone south is because I'm I'm just I don't know I guess I've always lived with the fact that everyone has told me I'm like too much and I, I don't want to continue living with that and you know with the ASB group it's like 
alternative spirit breaker uh, for once I felt like I belonged in a real group for once I felt loved and cared for I felt like they wanted to be around me and I felt like it was meant to be and it was genuine and God knows if I'm going to reunite with them. God knows. God has the plan, but... I don't know. I don't know. I guess I could just talk about things and... Just continue every morning on a walk. And just... Hope, you know? I... I always talk about how my second semester of college, the one I just finished, I talk about a depression, a really, really hard depression, and it was like super, super hard. I just, I refused to get out of bed one day. I refused everything. I just didn't want to deal with anything. But I got out of bed and I got out of bed and uh, I felt the sun shine on my face. It was pretty late in the afternoon and the sun was kind of setting in front of Ralston Mansion and I wasn't sitting in front of Ralston Mansion, but I was sitting next to it where there was these little trails and there was this little bench and then you continue going down and then you eventually get to the front of the mansion. But I was sitting in that like table bench thing. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Um, so I was sitting there and uh, I felt the sun rays hit me and uh, I realized that I was not alone. I felt like I was alone, but that was just like, because the cold, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, in a sense, it's like, I love and admire the cold, but nothing really feels as truly warming as like the sun not like on a hot summer LA day or like Arizona hot but it's like it's this nice warmth and this specific warmth that I'm talking about is also that specific warmth that I felt every time I came out of the hospital or every time I or not every time I came out of the hospital because some of the times they were the night and dark but I feel like this sense, whether it's God, the Holy Spirit, or Jesus, I don't know. I don't think I'm at that stage to be able to determine who it is. All I know is God. And I don't even know why I said who it is, but yeah, like, I know it's God. And it's like, to put it in like simple terms, Every time the sun sets, and 
it embraces me in this warmth. I know truly that God is with me. That's at least my interpretation of Him being there. And I'm longing, and I'm longing for this warmth again. Not just like on the exterior, but within. I've been told too many times that I'm cold. I've been told too many times that I'm too much. I don't know how to handle things. And I think I'm ready to stop all of that. Stop believing in all of that. Just start to be someone where I can love myself, be better, and do better. Thank you for listening.